What's up, Wolfpack, and welcome back to another episode of the Howling Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Piper. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode this week. I really appreciate every single one of you guys. Let's just start the episode off and say Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates. I know Christmas is coming up this weekend. Um, Technically, this is going to be my holiday episode um to be completely honest with you guys there's nothing holiday about this episode the holiday episode was really last week with the whole christmas list um but yeah anyway merry christmas and uh yeah hope you guys have a great holiday and a safe holiday um today something that i wanted to talk about was a question that i haven't been asked a lot lately but i've definitely been asked it over you know my career of photographing um <clears throat> It's actually got asked it tonight and someone asked me like, so how do I get good at photography? Like, what do I do? And it's kind of a weird question, right? Cause it's like, I can't really tell you like, there's no secret sauce. Like, you know, it's like anything in life. Like there's no secret sauce to life. It's kind of just like experience, repetition, you know, things like that. Right. So basically like my answer is to anybody who wants to get into photography as I've talked about it on this podcast a lot actually is a, get yourself a camera, right? That's, I mean, if you wanted to get into it professionally, buy yourself, you know, a camera that you can change lenses and be like, take your camera everywhere. And when I say take your camera everywhere, I mean everywhere, right? Like anytime you go out, no matter who you go out with, whether it's going to be exciting, just take your camera because what you're doing is not taking it so you could take pictures of a bunch of random shit, right? You're doing is you're actually trying to train your eye to see photos, right? You're trying to train your eye to see through the lens where like, yes, don't get me wrong. Every photographer does it where if I plan a shoot and it's going to be perfect, blah, 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 whatever. And it's like, yeah, obviously like you're going to be able to see photos a lot more, right? But if you're just going to dinner with your significant other or your parents or whatever, it's going to be harder to see photos because nothing is set up. Right. And especially if you're just going to a normal restaurant and you know, there's nothing special about it and you're just going for dinner bowl. It's like, well, what if you got like a really awesome meal and it was like beautiful and you could take a picture of it. Right. Like now all of a sudden you can dabble in food photography. Right. What if you go outside and it's a sick spot for a long exposure and you're like, Oh, my tripod's in my car. I'm going to take a long exposure shot right now. Now you have a sick shot. You see what I'm saying? So it's like little things like that. Right. Where it's like, if you bring your camera everywhere, you can start seeing these photos. And I'm speaking from experience. There's nothing worse than when you were out doing something and there's an awesome opportunity for a photo and you just don't have your camera. Now, yes, of course, I take it on my iPhone. You're going to take it on your iPhone or your phone as well. It's just not the same. It's not. And like, it's not that the quality is not there. The quality is there. It's more or less like, the experience is not there, right? I mean, I've talked about this with film photography. It's it's the experience, right? It's loading in the film, not being able to see the photo, and like just hoping to God you get it right. Hope you're being a little bit more selective because you only have a certain number of photos in the film roll, and then you're out, and once you're out, you're out, and you got to take it out and replace it. Cranking the shutter, there's something about it, right? And I feel like when it comes to digital photography with an actual camera, it's the same thing, to a point, <laughs> it's the same thing where it's like, it's all about the experience. It's about making the settings right, adjusting the exposure, adjusting, you know, everything. So, like, to me, it's about the experience that comes with it. 
So when someone asks me, well, how do I get good at photography? Really, the secret sauce is just repetition. Is And you get repetition by just bringing your camera everywhere. Right? When I first started for like the first, oh gosh, probably almost like two years, I brought my camera bag everywhere. Now, here's the difference. I brought every piece of camera equipment I owned everywhere I went, which was stupid because I would have like five or six lenses in my bag, a camera, my laptop, the whole nine, you name it, I had it, right? Which is dumb. And I'm going to tell you why it's dumb. A, back pain. It's a real thing, okay? It's a real thing. You're going to get old. Your back's going to kill you. It's You're popping Tylenol like it's going out of style. And it's just not fun, right? No one wants to do that. Number two is, is you actually, you limit yourself in your ability, right? So one thing that I learned um, from YouTube and Peter McKinnon and stuff like that and a bunch of different YouTubers is that you want to really learn your gear, right? And by learning your gears, you want to challenge yourself. So if you had a prime lens, right? We've talked about prime lenses on this podcast. Is for if you don't remember, you're new here. Prime lens is just a fixed focal length, meaning that it can't zoom in and out. So if you had a prime lens and it was 50 millimeters, right? It only goes to 50 millimeters. That is it. You can't adjust it. You can't go to 24. You can't go to 70. You like you can't zoom in or zoom out. It's stuck at 50. Well, now say I told you, you took your camera, you had a 50 millimeter on it. And you were in the sick landscape. You were like, I want to take landscapes. And you're like, but I don't have, you know, 24 to 70. I can't go super wide. I can't, you know, zoom in, get deep, all that, right? I was like, so what are you, you going to do? Just not take the photo? No, you're going to take the photo. So you need to learn how to adapt with the gear that you have, right? So my advice is, is yes, take your camera everywhere, but don't take all your gear everywhere. You don't need everything, right? Like take maybe a lens with you, right? That's on the camera and you know, bring your tripod. That's what I would always recommend. SD card, obviously SD card, bring the camera body, a lens for the camera body, SD card, maybe a backup battery and variable ND filter, big and a tripod. That's what I would do for years i actually still have one in my car now so probably for the better half of fucking since i've been driving which i was 17 25 so a long time i've had a tripod in my trunk and it's not my like my main tripod i don't use it every every day i barely touch it i haven't actually haven't used it in over a year but it's there you know why it's there is because if i forget my actual like my tripod like my the one that's like in my main bag the one i would rely on for anything if i forget it i have it right if i'm if i don't bring it somewhere and i want to do a cool long exposure i have a tripod in the trunk right yeah sure it's not the one that i want i use every day but it's there it's great i still love it it's my first ever tripod love it you know so it's like little things like that is how you get good at photography because you're forcing yourself to see the world through a camera lens right and like the more you like Look on YouTube, the more you like do your research, you'll hear photographers say like, oh, I see my, my, my world. I see through this type of lens, right? X, Y, and Z. Um, one of my favorite photographers is it's a couple, it's Becky and Chris on YouTube and Becky's more of the photographer and she'll tell you she sees her world through a 35 millimeter lens or a 50 millimeter lens, right? Which if you didn't know this, but I'm pretty sure I, I said this fact before, but believe it or not, 
your eyes are actually 35 millimeter lens. That's the closest, like as a focal length that they can get to your eyesight. That's what they say your eyesight is, is 35 millimeters. So that's why we can see things that are wider, but we can also like kind of see things that are a little far away in detail, right? It's, it's kind of cool. So <laughs> it's hard because I'm not going to lie to you guys. There's no secret sauce. There's no do this, this, and this, and you'll get better, right? I mean, shit, if there was a secret sauce, I would be, you know, a billionaire and I would be playing an MLB, right? There's not. There's just not. You know, it's it's it, it's one of those things in life that it, it's all about the hard work and the work you put into it. And I think the best advice I can give people when it comes to how do I get better at photography is just rep like repetition, right? Like, Find something that you love to shoot or shoot everything, right? You really can shoot everything if you want to. No one's going to tell you nothing. And just start shooting and just keep shooting and just make your gear and your camera become like an, a part of you, right? Like when I shoot, my camera is like, it's like added to my arm, right? Like it's a part of me. It's attached. It's like an attachment for my arm. It doesn't... It's, it's it's like I'm one with the camera, right? It's like from Star Wars Rogue One when he's like, I'm one with the force, the force is with me. I'm one with the force, the force is with me. I'm one with the force, the force is with me. That's how I feel, right? Like I'm one with the camera, the camera's with me. Like that's literally how I feel. Um, and that was like a deep cut nerd joke there. So if you got it, good looks. You're one of my good friends. Appreciate you because that's funny as hell. But yeah, I mean like – it's just one of those things that like you have to be, you know, one with your gear. You got to be connected with your gear. You got to know it inside and out. And it's hard, right? Because it's a lot of work to learn your gear, like the back of your hand, but it's worth it because when I'm on shoot, right? Like, I don't want to be like, Oh, hold on one second. Let me adjust this. Right. Like things like that. And it's like now naturally as photographers, yes. Does that happen? Absolutely. If I'm doing a, like a pr proposal shoot, of course, you know, things happen, the sun moves, all that. And, but it's not about like, oh, it's because I'm not doing the settings. It's more like I'm trying to find the composition, like a better composition, right? So it's like all that comes with, you know, just shooting everything, learning what you like to shoot, all that stuff, right? Because eventually what's going to happen is if you bring your camera everywhere and you start shooting everything and you start to see and develop like an eye for photos, is you'll go on a photo shoot, <coughs> excuse me, you'll go on a photo shoot and you know, you'll arrive early like you're supposed to and you'll start being able to scout locations of, okay, I'm going to stand here. My subject's going to stand here. I'm going to frame them this way. And it's going to be this beautiful photo. And you'll see the photo before you even actually like take the photo. Right. And that's my favorite part about photography. One of my favorite parts about photography is that like, I can see how these photos are going to turn up before they actually are even taken. And that's just because I can, I have the eye for it. I have the eye for photos. Right. So one of my favorite was, I did a photo shoot um, at a gazebo. That's the word. I couldn't think of it for a second. It was a cathedral? No, it's a church. Gazebo in um, a beach in New Jersey. And I got there early and I already started planning shots, right? And they're some of my favorite shots because they were all pre-planned in my mind. I didn't talk to the couple about it. I just, I pre-planned it, right? And now, of course, <laughs> we're not going to lie nobody's perfect. No matter how many times you tell people, you know, 
stand here, do it this way, do it this way when you're proposing. So you get the perfect shot. They never do it, which used to always bug me. But then now after, you know, doing and like being the one proposing to somebody. Yeah. It's your, you get like your pregnancy brain. Like, yeah, that's what happens. Like you get brain fog. Like you literally can't think you go like absolutely black out. And like, you're just like, I just got to do it. Like you start sweating. It's funny. Like a lot of emotions happen, but you know, that's why it's digital. And, you know, we take those photos, we give them to the client and then we take the Instagram photo where it looks perfect and, you know, and all that. Right. Because everybody wants that. And, but you know, you wouldn't be able to see that stuff if you didn't have the eye for it, if you didn't train your eye for it. Right. And you know, my cousin Rob, shout out Robbie is he'll take my camera every now and then when I see him and he's like, let me take a photo. And it's so funny because if he gets a good photo, right? Like he's, you know, he listens and you know, he, he looks at my work and he's been with me. Like when we found like little photo shoots and like, he's seen me take photos and he picked my brain and stuff. So he'll take a photo and he'll be like, dude, banger and he'll look and be like look at the composition he's like it's not bad right and honestly they're not bad because i like to think i'm rubbing off on him that like he actually listens to when he asks me questions he actually listens to what i have to say and he's like oh shit like i can actually kind of do this because he can he's he's not bad actually <laughs> like you know he's, he's not bad at all um I, he's one of the only one of the few people in this world where I'm like, here, take my camera. Like, you know, it's cool. Hold it for a minute because you know, I know he's not going to play around and, uh, even though he'll like pretend to drop it every time, but that's fine. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. And the reality of it is, is that if he bought himself a camera and he just kept practicing, he would be very good at it too, because he clearly has the eye for it because sometimes he'll compose things. And I'm like, that's exactly how I would do it. And I've been doing it for 10 plus years and he doesn't even do it. Right. Um, now there are other times where he, he takes terrible composers and, uh, composition like, Oh my God, he takes terrible, um, pictures and it shows that like kitty yeah, still got some things to learn but hey it's okay like you know it's fine but uh for someone who's not a photographer he does a, a really good job and i'll give him a lot of credit but that's the perfect example is if you just keep doing it the better you'll get at it another great example is my buddy matt and shout out matt is when he was doing it religiously with me he was getting really really good um he was getting really good at video a lot better than me at video and um yeah he he had an eye for it he was starting to get really really good and now i remember i called him not too long ago and he was like yeah, i haven't picked up the camera in like months and i was like bro what and like he lives in like a city and i'm like why he's like bro, i just i don't know i just don't have the time I'm like dude you literally live in a city like just take your camera everywhere you go and start doing street photography or street video i was like you'll love it and i know he said he was going to try to start doing it again but he said he feels like he's probably rusty now and i'm like you probably are rusty now bro like <laughs> dead ass like we're not gonna lie about it like you probably are but you know that's fine you say to rust off right i mean even myself i I don't bring my camera, digital camera. Let me rephrase that. My digital camera with me as much anymore because um, I've been super into films, but I bring my film camera everywhere. And uh, yeah, you know, I love it. And here's a little pro tip. If, if you're, um, if you're an introvert and you want to become more of an extrovert and you know, you want to, 
make friends and you know get people to talk to you buy an old film camera and just like take it with you everywhere you go <laughs> like it sounds crazy but like the amount of people that like anytime i like bring my canon ae1 out well like and it could be random too like just like walking down the street we were i was in philly one time and i was walking down the street and like literally past this guy he's like program or a or just the ae1 and i was like i was like just the ae1 he's like oh nice dude that's awesome and it's like random it's so random like the amount of people are like yo sick camera like or like you'll walk by and they'll be like yo dude that's an old school film camera like people people love it and it's it's just a great conversation piece so if you're like an introvert and you're like damn dude like i want to start getting becoming more of an extrovert and becoming like more like like gain more friends and like get better at talking to people get an old school film camera carry around with you people like eat that shit up like i'm not even kidding people love it because they find nostalgic over it and like the best part is like you'll get like from kids all the way up to like grandparents that will like talk to you and like comment about it because like the older people like obviously that's what they had growing up and then like the younger kids and like my age 25 like it's nostalgic and you're just like yo i want to get back to that because it's like retro like you know it's like vintage it's cool i want to be a part of that and it's just a great conversation piece so nowadays i bring my film camera pretty much everywhere i go um now I mean, even for a while there, I was bringing it to work <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So shocker, surprisingly, I don't, I don't do this full time. I, I wish I did, but, um, I run a, I run, um, I'm a media manager for a physical therapy company and, uh, yeah, I run all their, like their social media accounts and stuff and it's great. I love it. But I actually, for a while I was bringing it to work and I'm never going to shoot and film there, but I just bring it because, you know, it's in a cute town and what if I want to take photos or, you know, I drive by an airport and like, I want to take cool photos of planes and stuff like, you know, it's, it's just to have it right. It's just, it's a part of me. It makes it, it makes me comfortable. It's actually like, uh, it's like the Julie, the Julie with an eye. Um, if you guys have been listeners for this podcast for a while, you know exactly who she is. She's been featured twice on this podcast. Um, so shout out Julie with the eye. Um, she actually brings it up. I call it this. It's not what she calls it, but I call her her emotional support book. Um, she brings a book everywhere she goes. And even if like, granted, with her in her defense it's exactly like me bringing a camera everywhere i go because it's her brand she makes content about books and she loves reading books so it, it's completely on brand it's like me bringing a camera everywhere i go i'm a photographer and i talk about photography so it's like it makes sense but it's so funny because it's like it's so random and like she'll just like randomly pull it out or like you randomly see it and you're like is that your emotional support book and she's like shut up like yes and it's just very funny and you know but i think that's I think that's great though, because it's like, it's one of those things that like, it, it defines like, it's one of those things that defines like who she is. And photography is one of those things that define who I am, but that's actually a good segue into the next thing I want to talk about, which is trying to define, define who you are as a person. Right. And it's a little deep, but this whole, this whole past week, it's been coming up a lot where it's like, you know, who are you as a person? What makes you, you like, what do you want to share with the world? And, you know, things like that. And like, you know, there's this one person I work with, her name is Jordan. Um, so shout out Jordan. And she is unbelievable. She's a professional weightlifter. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> She's very talented, but we had a conversation and 
basically like how it went was like what we were talking about. She was like, well, I don't want this because like, I'd have to like kind of give up lifting and like, you know, I'm scared. And I looked at her, I was like, but lifting doesn't define like who you are. Like there's more to you. Right. And I think that a lot of people find something that they love and they're like, well, this is who I am. This is all I am. You know, let's use athletes for an example, right? Like if you're an athlete and you play college baseball, right? Like most of those athletes are going to tell you that like baseball defines who they are. It's their personality. It's their lifestyle. It's everything to them. Right. And like, now again, there's nothing wrong with that. That is fantastic. I love that. However, you're not just baseball, right? Like you need to find out who you are, what else makes you, you, right? Like, so like for me, let's use me as an example. On the surface, if you don't know me personally, you'd be like, oh, photography, videography, like creative lifestyle. That's what he is. That's what defines him, right? And it's like, yeah, that's a huge part of me, but that's not just Nick Piper. You know, like what also defines me is I love to cook. I love cooking. I love to read. I love reading. I love Disney. Shout out Disney. I absolutely love Disney. I love, you know, breweries. I love music. I love driving. I love, you know, hanging out with my friends. I love Christmas. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of things that define me. And I feel like things like that get lost in the way and people get hooked on things and they become that that thing is solely their identity and they forget who they are. So the biggest takeaway from this is as an artist, I think even as a person, but as an artist, if you want to tackle this creative lifestyle, you have to define who you are as a person first. And I don't mean I'm a photographer, right? Yes, I am a photographer, but like I just told you, I'm more than just a photographer, right? I'm a fiance, I'm a cat dad, like, you know, I'm a son, like all, I'm a brother, like all those things define who I am. So if, if I lost photography, I'm still me, right? And I think that's where people get confused is they think if they lose this one thing that they define themselves as, that they're no longer themselves, but they are themselves. So if you're going to start this creative lifestyle journey and go on it, you need to understand who you are as a person because the internet is a ruthless place and people suck. <laughs> so not my fans and not my listeners, but people do suck though and they will rip you apart. So you have to like remember why you're starting and like who you do this for and who you are. Right. And I think that's like one of the most important things like you could do in life. Just to be honest with you guys, right? Like I think everybody should write it down and define who they are. And I'm I'm like ninety-nine percent sure I've said this in a podcast before, but like it's just the truth, right? And I think because of that, and I'd love to hear some feedback on it, is I think what I'm gonna start doing is with this podcast, it's about the creative lifestyle, but I think I'm going to also start throwing in like, you know, little recipes in there from time to time, book recommendations, you know, maybe like a book review and like those recipes and book reviews and book recommendations, it's not going to be its own episode. It will be like with the whole episode and like just another part of the episode. But I think like I, I want to start talking about stuff like that too, because all that stuff is art first off, right? We've talked to this from the start. This podcast is all about, it's all art. Um, and 
I just think that would be a fun way for you guys to like get to know me a little bit more, right? Like know what like I like to cook and what I like to read and why I like to read, right? You know, things like that. Like I also said I love music. I collect vinyls. Like, you know, it's like little things like that, right? That like make me who I am. So I think everybody should take a moment and think about the things that define who you are and always remember those things because it's important. You know, that's just the truth. So, sorry to get deep there for a second. I just think, you know, it's very important. We go from talking about, you know, how to be good at photography to define who you are, right? This podcast is crazy. But, you know, it's just important. I think people sometimes lose sight of that. And, you know, I think people need to try to bring that all together, right? And, you know, at the same time, like, I just want to explore like different avenues with this podcast, like, you know, and, and just talk, right? Like I've said it from the start. I don't, I don't do this to make money. I do this because I want to challenge myself and now I just enjoy doing it. Like it's fun. And I enjoy doing it with friends and the guests that I've had on it. And again, I plan on having more guests there. It's coming. It's in the works. It's just really hard to like link up with other people's schedules. Um, especially around this time of year with like the holidays or the new year, it kind of just gets like really out of whack. Um, I do know I have two planned for the new year. Um, I don't want to announce them yet because there's no official D. Um, but if they're listening to this, they know who those two people are. One is a pretty special guest and I'm, I'm pretty honored that they want to be on it. Um, and I'm also trying to get another person on it. So, I mean, we'll see. And like, part of it's kind of on me too because there's uh, there's some people I could reach out to but I'm just like I don't know if they would do it and a lot of it's kind of like stage shy but it's like it doesn't hurt to ask right the worst thing anybody can ever tell you is no right that's 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 a good piece of advice like just ask because the worst thing anybody could tell you is no so but the guests are coming I promise they're coming um we will grow the wolf pack even more um yeah I mean that's all I have for you guys this week uh remember to follow the show at wolfpack underscore studio 24 on instagram and uh yeah you know slide into my dms let me know what you guys think about the show let me know what you guys like about it what you hate about it if you guys have any questions if you want to hear me talk about anything uh you got any good book recommendations or cooking recipe or a good whiskey or bourbon i love whiskey and bourbon i do love scotch too um i just kind of just throw them all in under the whiskey category but yeah i mean it's just shoot me a dm let's chat let's you know let's link up you want to do a photo shoot you're in the area hey let's do a photo shoot um yeah so always remember guys wolves howl louder in a pack have a great rest of your night peace merry christmas have a safe and happy holiday i'll see you guys next week bye guys